Welcome to your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast with Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, broadcasting live from our headquarters studios in Buffalo, New York. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. Today's inspiration is to remind you that victory belongs to Jesus. There are inevitably seasons in life when you'll go through valleys and you won't look or feel victorious. But Jesus Christ, who lives within you, causes you to triumph and experience breakthrough despite what it looks like. If you trust him through it all, he'll make the worst things work out for the best. Just you wait and see. Welcome to this your Monday, December 16th, 2019 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs and I'm bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever. We have a wonderful week ahead of us full of encouragement and inspiration from the Word of God. I just love having you here and sharing this special time with you. Daily Cup family, I received an awesome testimony from a precious member of our faith community named Kelly in Tallahassee, Florida. She said, Greetings, Deanna. I had been in denial about my alcoholism until I failed a sobriety test last year. I got into legal trouble and that really shook me up. I knew I needed to get myself together around that time and I discovered your ministry and gave my life to Christ. Now I fill my cup with inspiration instead of alcohol. God has given me a fresh start and I praise him for you and your ministry. All that excites me. Glory to God. Can we get a praise break for Kelly? And inspiring testimonies like this remind us that God is transforming lives through this ministry. We are grateful for your support that keeps these broadcasts available online as a free resource to help others grow. If you are being blessed and you believe in our mission to share the gospel, sow a seed of any size at empoweringeverydaywomen.org slash donate. Thank you for your generosity. Let's hear what God has to say, but first a prayer. God, I know you sent this person here to press play. Please put your words in my mouth and save the lost through the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. So Daily Cut family, I was thinking about something embarrassing that happened to me when I was about eight or nine years old at my local church. I told you about this during my 28 Days of Gratitude blog series last month, but At the time, I was playing around and goofing off in church, and my father, who was also the pastor, did not tolerate any of his children playing in God's house. So he caught me, and he walked over, and he spanked me in the sanctuary in front of everybody. I remember the whole thing like it happened yesterday. And although the spanking only hurt a little bit physically, it hurt my ego far worse. Then get this, right after I got that humiliating spanking, as I was crying, my dad made me get up and testify. I was just heaving and crying and I wanted to disappear. It was awful. Now, when I think of it today, (laughs) it kind of makes me chuckle. It's funny. But back then, it felt like a nightmare come to life. I thought my little world was crumbling all around me. The last thing I wanted to do was give a joyful testimony in the middle of that kind of embarrassment. And you know, this moment of embarrassment came back to my mind earlier as I was reading Psalm 137 about this really embarrassing moment that Judah faced in the Bible when they were in captivity in Babylon. They were so depressed. Scripture says they sat 
sat down by the river and they cried as they were remembering their home back in Jerusalem that they desperately missed. They had hung their harps on the trees and they didn't even want to play music on their instruments or sing any songs. They were just a puddle of tears and in deep grief. And during this time, Judah's captors told the Israelites, sing us happy songs and entertain us. It was already humiliating enough for the people of God to be in bondage and to rub salt into the wound. Their enemies made fun of them and said, sing us one of those songs of Zion. So in verse four, Judah responded, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? In other words, how are we supposed to offer up songs of joy in captivity? How can we pretend to be happy when we're depressed and sad? In this same psalm, when the writer was recalling this difficult and humiliating memory, he asked God to revisit Babylon and the Edomites that mistreated them. And in the book of Obadiah, chapter 1, verse 12, the prophet Obadiah actually condemned the Edomites for their behavior toward Judah when they were in bondage. God says through the prophet, you should not have gloated when they exiled your relatives to distant lands. You should not have rejoiced when the people of Judah suffered such misfortune. You should not have spoken arrogantly in that terrible time of trouble. Now, the Edomites descended from Esau, the twin brother of Jacob. And even though the Israelites and Edomites were family, they didn't get along. The book of Obadiah prophesied that Edom would in fact be destroyed. That prophecy came true. The Edomites later disappeared from history altogether, which marked the total destruction of one of Israel's worst enemies. God also repaid Babylon for their wrongdoing. However, while Judah was in captivity, it appeared that the enemy had triumphed. But God knew, even while they were crying and being mocked, that he had a plan to restore them and bring them back to their homeland and their enemy would be destroyed. Do you remember earlier this year when I told you about how a criminal was impersonating this ministry and trying to collect donations under false pretenses? Daily Cut family. They even sent out a mail campaign to smear the reputation of the ministry. It was a direct attack of the enemy and it was a difficult attack to endure. The authorities had to get involved. My husband Kenya and I prayed. Our ministry team prayed. You prayed. And glory to God, their efforts came to nothing. But for a season, it looked like they were winning. But it just looked that way. Even then, victory belonged to the Lord. We just waited for the manifestation of that victory and surely it came. Listen, when you're going through, it might seem like your enemy is winning sometimes and you may be at a disadvantage, but this is only temporary. God is never without a plan. At the appointed time, he will cause a shift and remind you that victory belongs to him. So the next time you go through a season where it looks like the enemy is winning, perhaps you're in a season like that right now. I want you to consider Jesus. It certainly looked like he was losing when he was hanging on a tree, bloody, beaten, and weak. During his crucifixion, which was the kind of punishment reserved for criminals, according to Matthew 27, 41 through 42, the chief priests, scribes, and elders mocked Jesus and said, he saved others, but he can't save himself. Let him come down from the cross and then we will believe him. Even though Jesus had power to get off that cross and destroy his enemies, the appointed time had not yet come. He had to go through that pain to redeem us from 
from sin. So he died and it looked like the grave had won the victory, but we know Jesus got up from the grave and 1 Corinthians 15 and 55 asks, Oh death, where is your sting? Oh grave, where is your victory? And the answer is Jesus took the sting from death and snatched victory from the grave. And that's why we say with assurance, victory belongs to Jesus. And because he dwells within you, I always tell you, you are victorious through him. So if you ever get to the place where it looks like you're losing, don't fret. If you can just hold on a little while longer, you'll see the salvation of the Lord. You'll see God's delivering hand. You will see his mighty power at work. You will see him cause everything you've been through, even the ugliest, hardest, most disappointing stuff. He'll cause it to work together for your good. You'll see him fix what is broken. You'll see him restore what's lost. You'll see him create a favorable outcome out of unfavorable circumstances. Sure, you might have to cry sometimes and you won't always feel like singing a song of joy. The enemy might gloat and laugh for a season, but God will have the last laugh because he always gets the final say. And he says that there is a victory with your name on it. There's a breakthrough waiting for you. There is an abundance of blessings prepared and stored up for you and you will receive every single one. In the meantime, trust Jesus to whom victory belongs. Trust the one to whom all power belongs. Trust the one for whom nothing is too hard. And to help you do this, I'm stirring the first portion of Psalm 3 and 8 in the God's Word translation right into your cup of inspiration, which simply says, victory belongs to the Lord. As you drink down the contents of your cup, take comfort in knowing that no matter what it looks like, Jesus Christ, who always causes us to triumph, is positioning you for a come from behind victory. So don't focus on your circumstances. Trust the one who is Lord over your circumstances to turn things around and shift them in your favor. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. They may be in the middle of a situation or facing an obstacle they don't know how to overcome. Thank you for reminding them that you have all power in your hands. And right now that very power is turning what appears to be a defeat into a supernatural victory. In Jesus name, we bless you now. Amen. Your daily cup of inspiration has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to yourdailycupofinspiration.com.